This podcast of Out to Lunch is made possible by FSC Interactive, an online marketing agency specializing in social media, paid search, and search engine optimization. FSC-focused smart communications empowers customers to take control of their online brands. More at fscinteractive.com. Smart is their middle name. Major support for Out to Lunch on WWNO provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937, now with more than 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. Online at joneswalker.com. Additional support comes from Fidelity Homestead Savings Bank, Resource Management, LLC, Luba Workers' Comp, and 30 North Investments. From Commander's Palace Restaurant in the Garden District in New Orleans, we're out to lunch with Peter Raschuti. Peter Raschuti is Tulane University's A.B. Freeman School of Business professor and economist. It's business, New Orleans style. Hi, I'm Peter Raschuti. Welcome to Out to Lunch. If you listen to NPR News, from time to time you'll hear a story about a breakthrough in science. Usually it's uh, from a lab somewhere in New Jersey or Sweden, but if you listen to this show, you'll know that some really amazing science is being done right here in New Orleans. On today's show, I'm going to introduce you to two local companies doing fascinating work with DNA. Renaissance Rx carries out DNA tests that, as I understand it, tell doctors which drugs may specifically work for you and which ones might kill you. It may be a little more complex than that, but what is simple to grasp is that Renaissance Rx started out at the Bioinnovation Center in 2012 with three employees, and today they have over 800 employees in 44 states. Corey Krista is COO of Renaissance Rx. Uh, Corey, welcome out to lunch. Glad to be here. Thank you for having me. And how about this for the holy grail? Using your unique DNA to tailor a diet and exercise program specifically for you that will guarantee that you'll lose weight and keep it off. That's what Victor Castellan's company, Genevieve, is doing. And welcome to Out to Lunch. Thank you. Now, Castellan's a famous me. New Orleans name. Are you related to the pharmacy people? That was my. Uh, that was I that started that. Wow. Yeah. So you stayed in pharmaceuticals in a way, right? Yes, yeah, that's about 20, yeah. 25 years. You didn't move off to the snowball business or anything no, like no, that. That's no, really, no. it's good. They, now, Victor, we live in New Orleans. We like to eat. We like to drink. Uh, we try to regulate it so we don't put on tons of weight. Uh, we tell ourselves things like, I won't eat the French fries so I can eat the bread pudding. Uh, if I sign up with Genevieve, will you be able to tell me definitively that in my case, it's not the French fries that are making me put on weight, but it's the tomatoes. Is, that, is it that specific? No, not exactly that specific, but we do give you the, the educational tools to show you how to eat and what to eat. So you, you, you start losing weight. We also sell a food package, a 24-day uh, food package. It's a closed system. Everything is in there. And we kind of tell you if it's your fat control, carbohydrate control, fat and carb control, or a balance, which is not a true USDA balance. This was put together by uh, ex-NASA food scientists, the, the gals who put the uh, developed the food for the astronauts. Tang? Yeah. Yes. No, okay. not Tang. No, not, no, not Tang. Not tang. No, no, that was that <laughs> was my favorite. <laughs> no, no, I think they were beyond that. Uh, <laughs> I wish it was that easy. But make a long story short. Um, one of the things that we started out doing, basically, let me go back to the genesis of, of, the, of, the, uh, of the company. 
um, which has to do with New Orleans. And basically, when Katrina hit, uh, I had, I gained in a period of two years, I gained almost 82 pounds. Wow. I think stress? Stress. Yeah. Stress. A lot of people. Yeah. Uh, and then, so we were working on a project, on another project, but it was more on the animal side. And we were working with DNA. It was DNA that I had licensed that I had brought over from Australia. And um, <clears throat> so I sold that company. I called my geneticist and said, look, what we were doing here, can we reverse it and do it over here? He says, he thought for a moment, yes. I don't see why not. So basically, we took that idea, okay? We started, then we hired some human nutrigenomics, what we call nutrigenomics experts, and some geneticists from here, from the city, and uh, yeah, and dietitian, dietitian, and they started researching the literature. There was over a thousand, maybe 1,500 uh, abstracts. Uh, publish articles in the in the med, in the medical world, uh, and we we did a global search actually, and we picked. When I say we, they did. I did not, but we uh, they picked 17 genes. We started out actually with 13, but they picked out 13 genes at the time that had a direct effect on a person's metabolism. That individual person. Yes, yeah. that individual person, which is, you know, we're point, I believe, 0.01 different between you and I. And so not far in from DNA. us and monkeys either, right? That's, That's what they say. No, I don't I know. Maybe they just say that to me. It's a little bit more. Maybe it's 0.02. Okay. So what we did was basically we took that, we put it into an algorithmic formula, um, you know, that's, that's a, out of my league. Basically, it's the same formula they use for cancer genomics, uh, how to target specific tumors. So we took the strengths of each genes. We put parameters on developing how to pick these genes. They had to have at least 700 people in a human in clinical intervention trial, actual trial, whether it was the Netherlands, whether it was Brazil, whether it was done in Spain, whether it was done here in the United States. 2009, we started that. And then <clears throat> we found out that at, at one of the things was also when you develop a diet food company, well, you have to take in consideration when you read and you cross and you see these big splashy ads or something on TV right. or whatever the case may be, I lost 30 pounds in 30 days. Well, that's kind of impossible, okay? You know, the first week you may lose four or five pounds because of the, uh, the water weight that you're losing. So we developed a, a, a product. Our food was taken into account, those folks, and we used macronutrients, different macronutrient contents, percentages, in each one of our meals, or each one of our categories, I should say. And so, what we did was more tailored to a specific metabolic type of uh, rate and, and how you react. So you're tailoring all this, which is... What's that? You're tailoring all this to, a, to an individual. This, yes. That's, uh, right. That is pretty... And I, and I have to say, because it's radio, Victor, you're, you're in great shape. 
I mean, great. Yes, it would, would, okay. look oh, okay. would look bad if you, <laughs> if you didn't. Now, they, now Corey, <laughs> incompatible prescription drugs, mostly prescribed by doctors, kill thousands of Americans every year. As, as I understand it, your DNA test could prevent, if, if not all, then many of these deaths for like $600. That doesn't seem very expensive in the context of life-saving diagnostic power. Um, judging by the success of Renaissance RX so far, doctors are adopting it all across the country. So two pretty obvious questions, Corey. Um, one, what is the breakthrough discovery that you have that nobody else has? And, and also, how far are we from having something like this mandated by every health insurer in the country? Well, both good questions. Uh, uh, the, the, the personalized medicine is truly the, the coming of age for medicine as we see it now. And you see that every decade where um, science uh, is able to introduce a technology or a process that really accelerates the care for patients. Uh, what we do through our genetic testing is we look at very specific genetic pathways. Everyone has them, and it dictates exactly how you, the individual, will metabolize that medicine as given by a doctor. Uh, there are multiple instances where medicines prescribed by the physician only goes down specific pathways and will only be effective for you under certain instances. But the pharmaceutical companies uh, apply it to everybody in general. And it's up to the doctor themselves to come up with a determination on what's best for the patient. So we provide the tools, the information they need to make the proper decision on how to dose a patient. So we use genetic pathways already determined by pharmaceutical companies, and we do the testing and we provide that information to the physician. That doctor now has that information on that genetic pathway to make a proper dosing guideline for you as the patient. And that's where we create something unique called our virtual PharmD engine, where the data to take those calls, those DNA calls, and put it into an effective decision support tool for the doctor makes all the difference. Um, all too often, doctors are given pages upon pages of research data and test data, and they have to glean through it and make a decision. We're able to actually give that doctor actionable results at the time they're treating that patient. And tell me what's, what's involved in getting my DNA read, for instance. What, what do you do? Super simple. Take a Q-tip, swab the inside of your mouth, we receive it, we extract the DNA, and within three to five business days, we have the DNA results ready for the doctor to use to, to properly dose you based on your disease state, your ailment, what hurts, what That's doesn't. That's the same so technique on. I used to figure out my dog was a chow. Is, uh, <laughs> this doesn't seem very hard. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Exactly. And it's being adopted as a new standard of care throughout the U.S. Uh, it, it's going to come to the point where patients are going to demand that a doctor do a genetic profile before they even begin to write a prescription. It's so important in that it affects lives directly. Adverse drug reactions, the, the, the potential for a patient to have a poor reaction to a drug cost the U.S. healthcare uh, system thousands upon millions of dollars a year. Um, so it's, it's, it's very prolific in the industry. It's, it's our ability to improve quality, reduce cost, and make a patient happy. Are you guys using the same piece of information here? This. Uh um, probably use the same equipment. Probably not using the same genes. Not the same Q-tip. You no, never use no. those twice. I was going <laughs> to say they... No, but here, right. here and here's, here's oh, our Q-tip. Oh, wow, Q -tip. you brought them with you. Yeah, yeah. You can open it up if you like. Oh, wow, they look like chopsticks. They look like chopsticks, yes. for a restaurant. Right. The, uh, <laughs> oh, wow. So this is pretty simple on the patients. It's very simple. It's a buccal swab. And once you have it, is that something you'll keep with you forever, that piece of, of data? It's your DNA. Yeah. It doesn't change. 
Wow, this is very, very, uh, very, very interesting. It's kind of odd that you're both here in New Orleans. Is there something that, some reason you're, is, have we become like the DNA center? Well, our, our, our owner founder uh, is a practicing physician here in New Orleans, Dr. Taryn Jolly, and uh, he is very passionate about patient care and patient outcomes. And so in, in that respect, he decided that if he can come up, uh, develop this lab test, these services for patients and physicians, then he would actually make a difference in the lives of patients and enhance the standard of care. Yeah, tell me about the growth that we talked about earlier, mm-hmm. where you had a, you know, it was just a few people at the Bioinnovation Center, and now there's all these employees. Where are those employees, and what is what is the revenues? What do they look like now? They're all over the country. Um, we have to, of course, as a lab, have to be licensed in the state in which we provide services. So we're licensed in 49 states and Puerto Rico. Uh, we have Who said uh, no to you. Which poor state? <laughs> New York is tough. New York. They are a tough market, but that's okay. Uh, we meet okay. all the, we're meeting all the requirements, and then we're just in the bureaucracy in the process of getting I'll, through that. I know. I have friends in New York. I exactly. So our, our, our process uh, uses staff internally here at the labs in New Orleans, and, of course, all our support staff, uh, equaling nearly 100 people here locally. And then we have our sales teams uh, throughout the country, and then we have um, uh, collectors that work in the physician's offices that actually do the patient orders, uh, the entries, and do the swab collections, package it for shipment, and send it to us. Do doctors have the skills to um, interpret the results? I guess that either one of you. They're well, I can answer that. Um, yes, they're, they are, and they're developing those skills. And that's a large part of what we offer as, as a company, is we're able to offer uh, information and education to the physicians as well through our medical affairs department. Uh, and we're very, very good at doing that. Uh, doctors more and more and more uh, in literature and in research and through their professional associations like the AMA and onwards are learning more and more about this every day. Uh, the personalized medicine respective of DNA and pharmacogenomics. And what was your breakthrough? I mean, you didn't, you didn't invest, invent the cotton swab because that was done by the Q-Tip right. Corporation. But uh, what, <laughs> what, is, what is it you've done? You've made it simpler for doctors or what is it? What is it? We, well, we've a- actually taken what was uh, initially a research tool um, in academia uh, and in science, to, and then converted into a high-throughput commercial platform. So now we can run thousands of patient samples a day with efficiency and get the data to the doctor very quickly. And it's in an actionable report where the doctor can actually get that data in front of them to make decisions re- very quickly. So I'm driving down Canal Street wondering when I can finally take a left turn, but you're you're doing real things right on Canal Street. It's, the, it's the real deal. And, and the best part is, is um, we're, we are committed to New Orleans. Uh, opportunities always come up and opportunities to be on the West Coast or in the Northeast where biopharma is, is yep. huge and life sciences. And we've made a solid commitment to New Orleans and we're staying. That is, that is great. And on your side, Victor, uh, yeah, I always think of that Woody Allen movie where he comes out and he says, I expect in a few years the Surgeon General will come out and tell us we should all eat hot fudge sundaes, you know. Is, uh, we, w- we wonder, what. give me an example of something where somebody has come to you and you told them about maybe a couple of food preferences as an example. Well, basically what we do is, uh, as Corey said, we give the, in, in our case, we either give the dietitian, the physician, or the customer the report and they're able to read their report and they'll be able to and follow what products that they can eat or, or what, what we give them sample menus we give them sample reports um, and also basically we have an exercise side now that we're expanding uh, for gyms which our gyms are now implementing and it's because we have some of our, some of our genes that we, up, we have at it 
gives you a, uh, a, a telltale sign, okay, that maybe you should do more weight training than marathon. What, what is more efficient for you long term? Now, Victor, you've been doing it since 2009. How big are you now? What would be a good way to measure? Is it number of uh, customers or? We have uh, 1,072. And um, basically what we're finding is not your younger crowd. It's more 35. I mean, we have a, a lady. Actually, she's from the audience. But she lives, in, she lives in, in Florida. She's 80 years old. And she sent us a picture three years ago. When she went uh, three years ago and sent us a recent picture and she's lost. She's off her, two of her medications, blood pressure, cholesterol, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and they're keeping her on, on the insulin just to regulate her. But, you know, what we're seeing is not only weight loss, okay? What we're seeing is a reversal of some of the disease states. Well, but we don't promote that, but, you know, that's, Part of the part of the program, exercise also helps you with we because we promote exercise. It also helps you mentally. You have we have certain neurotransmitters. Depressed, will you exercise? You get those those, those endorphins. Or you get the rush. That's a. That's what I'm hoping I get after lunch today. This is all all working out. It's time to do the checklist. This is the part of the show where we take a little break and ask a question that you probably wouldn't find on a on a loan application. So, uh, Corey, I'll start with uh, I'll start with you. You've got all these employees now. Um, what's your best interview question? Best interview question for me is uh, what's your passion? What do they like to do? They have to be uh, engaged in the work process. They have to want to be there. They have to love what they're doing. So it's not hobbies necessarily. Not hobbies. No, right. it can't be hobbies. Not it's, that kind of passion. It's, but it's what they're professional, professionally what they what they want to do. What did they go to school for? What is their area of research and study and practice? And what excites them the most? What do they like to do? What what gets the best outcomes? Uh, gets the best results? And Victor, if uh, they do a movie about you and this this breakthrough, uh, who do you, who should play you? Maybe the guy on uh, Hangover Three, the guy with the beard, was his Oh name? yeah, really? Yeah, they, yeah, see, yeah, who yeah. was that? What's that guy's name? The uh, <laughs> the uh, Zach. Um, yes, the, the, <laughs> that wouldn't have been the answer I would have thought. That's great, though. No, <laughs> now we're gonna check our inbox. It's, it's when our producer picks a question that's come in over the past week from a listener. Uh, Grant, what have you got? We've got a question each for our guests. Uh, Victor, this is for you from Bella Maurice, who says. Is DNA research into diet another excuse for people to look for a silver bullet or magic potion instead of just eating sensibly and exercising? We, we believe that the magic bullet is in you. There is no external magic bullet. We, we provide you a tool to how to use the magic bullet that's within you. And the educational tools, the food, and you know, what you sh why are you eating? Well, one of the things that we're looking at is the, uh, the reasons, the emotional behaviors we're looking at now today, we're looking at genes, why we eat, why do we like fat? We like fat because, you know, 10,000, 20,000 years ago, there was a gene in there that came to us today that gave, gives us a certain, when we eat that fat, it gives us a rush. We feel great. Corey, here's a question for you from Jeffrey Lewis, who asks, how accurate is your DNA test, and if not 100%, what 
how do you handle the legal liability? It's absolutely accurate. Uh, we run validation testing quite often. We do quality control and quality assurance. We are, uh, probably have one of the most prolific truth tables and search engines relative to the science. Uh, and we do not issue any results that we feel are questionable in their, uh, in their results uh, or their validity. And we'll constantly, uh, if necessary, ask for re-swabs or recollections as needed just to confirm that. We don't release results unless we're absolutely confident about it. And Corey, what do you've got there? I was just thinking, I mean, there's lots and lots of other applications, right? Once with, with this information, I guess. Well, exactly. It was in 2004 that they uh, sequenced the whole genome uh, at three, four, three, or three to four billion dollars. Now here we are, ten years later, doing it in a lab in New Orleans at for costs, you know, hundreds, hundreds of dollars uh, to, to the consumer, to the market. And that information can encompass not only pharmaceuticals, it can encompass dietary lifestyle, as Vic is doing, and it can also apply to uh, cancer, uh, hereditary issues, uh, and even help people with ancestry to uh, determine uh, uh, origin and so on. Thank you so much. Now, Corey Krista, Victor Castellan, uh Whew. It is really amazing what you are doing as, uh, as scientists and what your companies are achieving in business. Uh, thanks so much for taking the time out and, and joining me on Out to Lunch today. Thank you. Thank you. It was very interesting. My guests on Out to Lunch today have been Corey Krista, a COO of Renaissance Rx, and Victor Castellan, founder of Genevieve. Now, you can find out more about Corey and Victor's respective forays into DNA by following the links on our websites, www.no.org and itsneworleans.com. Our show is recorded live over lunch at Commander's Palace in New Orleans. Commander's Palace serves lunch Monday through Friday, jazz brunch Saturday and Sunday, at live music and dinner seven nights a week. The producer of our our show is Grant Morris. Our technical producer is Eric Merle. The much-traveled Jennifer Smith is our researcher. Mitch Foreman wrote and performs all the music on Out to Lunch. Now, you can get the show as a podcast. You can listen to past shows, and you can keep up with us on all kinds of social media by going to our websites, itsneworleans.com and www.no.org. Support for Out to Lunch comes from PreSonus Audio Electronics. Information about Baton Rouge-based PreSonus is online at PreSonus.com. Out to Lunch is a production of INO Broadcasting and WWNO for itsneworleans.com and WWNO 89.9 FM. I'm Peter Raschuti. Thanks for joining me. I look forward to meeting you again next week around the table here at Commander's Palace for more business New Orleans style on Out to Lunch. Major support for Out to Lunch on WWNO provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, online at joneswalker.com. Additional support provided by Fidelity Homestead Savings Bank, Resource Management, LLC, Luba Workers Comp, and 30 North Investments.